Let's get the finales and stuff. Welcome back to another episode of Rambles and Rants. Uh, today, we are back on the podcast talking about the events that happened in the wonderful world that I live in as a high school junior. So, first of all, I want to talk about Invincible. So, Invincible is the show that I have been watching for about the past week or so. Uh, last week, I think I gave my mid-season review uh, around episode four, and now I'm actually done with it. I finished the rest of the four episodes on one week. Uh, they were extremely good, and I really liked them, but I'll, I'll get into it. So, Invincible is kind of this animated show about superheroes. It's a little violent sometimes, uh, but it's like I feel like more adult-geared, and over, overall, it's uh, really, really good. Uh, it kind of has like the boys type of vibe, while also just being like a nice superhero story. Uh, definitely not generic Marvel or DC. Uh, something I think uh, that people can really enjoy. Uh, it's not like a, a full-on anime. It's more of an animated show. I guess I would say it's like in the Archer category, but serious, if that makes sense. It's like uh, a lot of the animated shows I feel like are meant to be comedies. So it's like it's not... Japanese animated style so it's like Archer but like a serious show is how I would phrase it almost it looks like a comic book uh, which uh, the show is based off of so like I said Invincible very good show I finished it and I was just amazed Uh, it was super good I had kind of had a bit of it spoiled to me just through looking on Instagram but Instagram the spoilers were also what sent me there so uh, that was cool to see but uh, even though it was spoiled, uh, the finale was still amazing. Uh, everything was really well done. Uh, J.K. Simmons did a fantastic job in his role of Omni-Man as an actor. I mean, sometimes I feel like that uh, regular actors may take uh, positions less seriously if they are just voice acting, you know, and they're like, oh, it's not on screen. Martin J. Kid Simmons did an amazing job. The emotion came across. It was just incredible. Incredible performance by him. I mean, although, you know, the actor, I think it's Steven Yoon. I, I don't want to pronounce that incorrectly. And Sandra Oh uh, did amazing too, I think. J.K. Simmons was a standout because of uh, just how he did. Because so much emotion went everything he did and his character came across beautifully I think on the screen uh so I would just say hats off to him I hope we continue to see an amazing uh, performance to come uh but the the show like I said was very good emotion came through finale was amazing I would definitely recommend if you are a little averted to like uh high high tier, not high tier, but like a a large amount of violence, then I would recommend probably staying away from the show. It it is very violence oriented in a lot of places. So that's just a a bit of a warning there. Uh, But I guess I feel like a lot more shows after as we get onto the streaming platforms, uh, like as that starts to become their homes, that's like They've been a lot darker shows, and people have enjoyed them. So I don't know if this is just going to be soon be like a TV thing in general. So that's going to be interesting to see if we just kind of get less uh, 
squeamish about TV gore as we once were. Because even Shadow and Bone, a show that I didn't think would be that gorish, did have some scenes where people's heads were lopped off. So maybe that's just an overall trend, but no, this this show does kind of go the extra mile a bit. So I'll leave that there. But it was amazing. Uh, I think they're renewed uh, for two to three seasons. So I am super excited about that. Super excited to see all the characters come back. I really loved all the characters. I think they did change some characters from the original comic. And I, I didn't read the original comic, so I guess I can't really be an accurate judge of how if it was depicting, you know, the author's vision correctly. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. Without having read the original co- comic, I thought all the characters were done really well. Uh, I didn't think the inclusion was too forced. Everything felt pretty natural to me. It just felt like almost a normal experience for someone my age. So maybe it didn't stay true to the comics, but it, it seems to be, you know, staying pretty true to life. I think Mark is supposed to be, like, around the same age as me. So, yeah, I, that's what I'll say. Like, it, it felt pretty accurate to what we're going through now. So even if maybe it's not how they did it exactly in the comic exactly, they modernized it. And I think that's able to get over. Obviously, the writers did have to pass off onto the changes to the show. And I don't think with any show or any piece of media that transitions from a book or a graphic novel to the big screen, can you expect it to be the same? You are definitely going to have some things that you miss out on. That's kind of just the way of life. Uh, and I think that's, that is what it is. Uh, moving on, one funny thing about the show is that so basically there was this really major scene after the credits first episode but when i when i watched it the first episode it was a very trial run thing for me i was like eh, you know i will try this you know whole animated show out we'll see if it's any good and then it was good so i was like yeah there was a massive and i mean massive scene after the first episode and for those who have watched the show you know what it is like after it was the scene where you kind of it was the most intense scene in the first episode and it kind of set up the rest of the series and I legit full on missed it didn't even know it existed and I went the whole series without seeing that I guess technically it would be a post credit scene without seeing that post credit scene which is just insane I thought that uh, (laughs) I thought that I don't know I don't even know what I thought. I thought it was supposed to be a bit more mysterious, like a bit more mystery to the situation that went on the show, but apparently first episode, it kind of laid it all out for you. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I watched it with a bit of a mystery element. But then it, it came time, and I was kind of going through memes of the show after and uh, different videos, and I saw this scene. I was like, wow, where is that scene? Is that like an extra? Man, I totally missed that one. Which one was that one? Is that like in the extra like categories? Is that like the post credit scene for the finale? Maybe I accidentally skipped that because I later realized they were post credit scene. And then I realized it was first episode, and I was like, face palm. I can't believe I just did that. So yeah, I have missed a major scene and still got through it. So I guess the show, I guess, is pretty good. If you want to watch it with a bit more mystery, maybe turn off the show at the credits. I'm like, that's all I'm saying. Um, so that's where I'm going to leave 
uh, that I would highly recommend the show to anyone around my age who's just looking for a solid kind of superhero show. Someone who loves superheroes, you know, jump right into that. I'll just kind of eat anything up to the superheroes. So yeah, it was good. It was worth the watch. Uh, ooh, uh, Spotify-wise, uh, <laughs> music-wise, uh, I just looked at my screen. Uh, J. Cole's new album did come out in this past uh, week that I haven't recorded Rambles and Rants yet for. It came out on Friday, and I actually was able to listen to it all of Friday because uh, in physics we uh, had time to uh, just kind of chill for 40 minutes. So I kind of listened to it all in one run. And uh, my original opinion is uh, it was a really solid album. Uh, that's what I will definitely say. Really solid, enjoyable. I think anybody who kind of, you know, likes J. Cole and maybe even likes rap in general can kind of pick up that album and be like, oh, yeah, these songs are good. These are all really good. And I think J. Cole does have the consistency that he can always uh, really make such a great bass album. Uh but the thing that I almost thought it was missing is I didn't necessarily see immediately a breakout song. I thought they were all kind of on the same level, which can either be a good thing or a bad thing in your mind, depending on what level you do hype the album. I do think it's a bit overhyped, even though I'm a high J. Cole fan, uh, like uh, at the top of J. Cole fans, and I, I think it's uh, really good. Uh, I think it's a bit overhyped in my opinion. I mean... Some songs are definitely good, but I don't know if there's necessarily a breakout song that I think is going to be, like, taking over the summer or anything. I think a lot of times with those albums, you're kind of expecting, you know, oh, this is the, this is going to be the song. Like, I can already tell. This is the song that people are going to be listening to and the reason why people are going to be checking out this album for years to come. I don't know what exactly separates it from his other music. He definitely has some good features with Boss, uh, with 21 Savage, with Lil Baby, but um, those are all solid songs, but I don't necessarily see one that stands out. If we kind of go and check out uh, his uh, Spotify right now just to see what's at the top of his charts, it is the interlude, but that did come out most recently. But then after that, of the, of the new releases, it goes Amari, which is just a song by him, which is pretty good. And then My Life, which has the feature with 21 Savage and Murray. And then Little Baby. Uh, uh, the feature with Little Baby, which is Pride is the Devil. Which uh, is kind of where I would put it. Uh, I haven't listened to Amari too much. I remember it being solid. But I think I definitely thought both features would be among the most popular. But apparently people like really like Amari too. So if you're just kidding into the album, I would check you know those three out. But, like I said, to be honest before, I don't really know if there was a standout. I think maybe something could get remixed or anything, but I am not getting any vibes of, like, a no role models, a middle child, a wet, a wet dreams. Nothing is really giving me that legendary vibe yet. Maybe Amari will get there. Maybe there'll be a remix or something. Who knows? It could get there. But I, I haven't really necessarily seen something that... Uh, has blown my socks off maybe it will kind of do that as i take a few re-listens to it because you know music always changes your perception of music i feel like changes after a few listens definitely uh 
so maybe that will happen. But at first listen, I remember I wasn't necessarily blown away by anything specifically. I just used specifically twice, I apologize. Uh, but that's where I'm at with that. In other music, I've been kind of listening to a lot of bands recently. On uh, my drive home from uh, lacrosse, I put on some Arctic Monkeys, which is a good way to change it up. Uh, I don't know. I just really like a band vibe recently. I think, I don't know, bands bands are just a different kind of mood. A different kind of way to experience music. And yeah, <laughs> that's what I would say. I've been joining a lot of bands. Lincoln, uh, Cage the Elephants, uh, like I just said, Arctic Monkeys, maybe uh, on the more indie side. Uh, actually, not indie. I haven't been doing that much indie, but like some classic side is what I meant to say with uh, Rolling Stones and, uh, you know, Creedence Clearwater Revival. A lot of good artists, a lot of good songs, kind of bouncing around the exact areas of rock and the exact areas where that band's music genre presides. But overall, a really good day for music and week-wise. I think that is going to be it for this podcast. I don't want to stretch it out too much. It's a bit of a short one, but uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Catch phrase and goodbye.